Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 426. Without speaking, I prepared a new pot of tea with the hot water waiting at the mare's bedside. I poured a cup and set it at the table by his elbow. I checked the gilded cage in his sitting room. The flit started back and forth to the feeders, playing dizzying aerial games, which made them difficult to count. Still, I was reasonably certain there were twelve of them. They seemed none the worse, despite three days of poisonous diet. I resisted an urge to knock the cage about a bit. Finally, I replaced the mare's flask of cod liver oil and found it was still three-quarters full, yet another sign of my fading credibility. Wordlessly, I gathered up my things and prepared to leave, but before I made it to the door, the mare turned his eyes up from his book. Quoth? Yes, your grace? It seems I am not as thirsty as I thought. Would you mind finishing this for me? He gestured to the untasted cup of tea that sat on the table. To your grace's health, I said, and drank a sip. I made a face and added a spot of sugar, stirred and drained the rest of it with the mare watching me. His eyes were calm, clever, and too knowing to be wholly good. Codicus let me in and ushered me into the same seat as before. You'll excuse me for a moment, he said. I have an experiment I must attend to. Or I fear it will be ruined. He hurried up a set of steps that led to a different part of the tower. With nothing else to occupy my attention, I eyed his display of rings again. Realizing that a person could make a fair guess at his position in the court by using the rings themselves as triangulation points. Codicus returned just as I was idly considering stealing one of his gold rings. I was not sure if you wanted your rings back, Codicus said, gesturing. I looked back at the table and saw them resting on a tray. It seemed odd I hadn't noticed them before. I picked them up and slid them into an inner pocket of my cloak. Thank you kindly, I said. And will you be taking the mare his medicine again today? he asked. I nodded, puffing myself up proudly. When I nodded, the motion of my head made me dizzy. It was only then I realized the trouble. I drank a full cup of the mare's tea. There hadn't been much laudanum in it, or rather, not much laudanum if you were in pain and being slowly weaned away from a budding addiction to ophalum. However, it was quite a bit of laudanum for someone like myself. I could feel the effects of it slowly creeping over me, a warm lassitude running. To the end of the page! I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. So is Quoth high? Yes. Yeah, Quoth is getting high, and it's setting up a mistake he's going to make on the next page. And I'm not sure how I feel about this, because it feels like the only time Quoth is allowed to make mistakes is when he gets drugged. Except for all the other times he makes mistakes because of his own... Tragic flaw. I guess so, but this is, like, it's becoming a bit of a pattern where he, like, makes mistakes in judgment, but when he needs to make an error in, like, performance, it only happens when he gets drugged. When, what do you mean by performance? Well, we'll talk about it more tomorrow, but basically, uh, he, he his mind wanders because he's on laudanum, and he makes a mistake. He, he does something that sort of proves to Codicus that he knows more than he's letting on. 
I don't want to get too far ahead, but basically it's not like a Quothy mistake, which would be, uh, you know, not thinking through something before doing something terribly clever, but it's more like a human mistake. And maybe I'm, I'm talking myself into it as I speak. Maybe it's like this was out of character to beta readers, unless Quoth, uh, unless Rothfuss gave him this, uh, this out. Um, it's possible that he just made the mistake in earlier versions or when Rothfuss is, uh, when Rothfuss was writing it, it didn't feel right to have him just like slip up. Maybe it was out of character. And so that's, maybe it's fine. I don't know. I'm trying to think of how I'd feel if Quoth just made this mistake, um, like without the aid of drugs. If Quoth was just like, let himself become absent-minded briefly. And maybe I'd be upset. Maybe it would be out of character. I don't know. I also want to point out that the fact that he is drugged and thus more prone to making mistakes is a direct result of him making a mistake that is a result of his character. Uh, e, I mean, l- less so because it's the it's other people's agency. He's doing the Beru Cormorant tragic flaw, but not the Quoth tragic flaw. He failed to account that somebody else might be messing with the birds and thus not proving that there's a poisoning afoot in the same timeline as he wanted. That's why the mayor is suspicious of him because the birds aren't dying. Right. But more directly, what I'm saying is the mayor is making Quoth prove to the mayor that Quoth isn't deliberately poisoning him by making him drink the tea that Quoth has been preparing for the mayor and Quoth because he's like, I have to prove to the mayor that I'm on the up and up, knocks it back without taking a moment to think, oh, this has a lot of them in it. It's going to get me high. He only thinks of that once it's too late. If he thought of that beforehand, he could say to the mayor, of course, your grace, but I won't be able to fetch your medicine from Codicus because I'll be high because of the lot of them in this and I'm going to need to go have a lie down. <laughs> There's a lot of ahead of thinking yeah, and I also feel like when you're under suspicion of poisoning, you don't get to ask for a lie down, please. Uh, maybe. From the person that you might be poisoning. <laughs> maybe, but my point is, Quoth does not remember, oh right, this has laudanum in it that I put there, until after he's drunk it, and then he's kind of up shit's creek. And I think that if he did not feel so... He, like, he doesn't think for... for for any length of time before doing as the mayor asks, he just does it. And he doesn't even think to himself, Oh, this has, this has laudanum in it. So I better be really careful when I go talk to Codicus in five minutes. Right. He does, he does the thing without thinking about it beforehand. That's the kind of mistake that Quoth believably makes. And his subsequent uh, error is a result of that one. And so for me, like, it would be out of character for him to mess what he messes up on page 428 normally, because as he never tires of telling us, he's a performer down to his bones. And I feel like he covers for it pretty admirably. So I think that you have to, you have to give him a plausible reason why he would make a kind of mistake like that, because that's not the kind of mistake Quoth can make, which is not to that's not. And I don't think that that's the same thing as saying that Quoth is a special boy who never makes mistakes. I think that, it's in keeping with his character that he makes the kinds of mistakes that he does make. And he doesn't make certain other kinds of mistakes because he has strengths and weaknesses just like everybody does. Yeah. Now that we've talked about it, I'm less bothered by this. Cool. 
I'm glad we could have this discussion and get along so well. Yes. I also feel like Rothfuss does a good job of building up the fact that he is that he is under the effects of laudanum because he drinks a sip and it's fine. And then the first clue is that his extent, his attention starts to wander when he's left on his own. Uh, and he's just kind of like staring off into space, like, you know, nodding off essentially. Um, and then, and then he realizes that he's like dizzy when he moves his head. Well, also he notes that when he asks about the rings, because Kodakus is like, oh, I was wondering if you wanted your rings back there on the tray. And he's like, oh yeah, that's something I would have noticed. Normally. Yeah, yeah, How exactly. strange that I did not notice that thing. Yeah. And that also leads me to a, a question. Why is Quoth leaving rings for Kod? Like, why does Quoth... It's not like Quoth is sending a herald ahead of him with a ring to go get Kodakus's medicine because he goes directly from the mayor's chambers to Codicus. So where are these rings coming from? That's a good question. There, I think this is a trap that Quoth has fallen into somehow. Like, I'm not totally sure what it is that Codicus has, Codicus has done here with the rings, but he's looking at them, thinking about stealing one, which is probably something that I thought that's coming up to him under the influence of the laudanum without him realizing that he's a little bit high. And he picks it up and slides them into an inner pocket of his cloak. Like, does Codicus not know his name is Quoth? He must know his name is Quoth, right? Wait a minute. Has he been sending him rings? Has Codicus just, like, procured rings with the name Quoth on them? Yeah. Yeah, like, I... Maybe they're not his rings. Codicus tricks him into taking them. And this is a data point for Codicus saying, ah, this kid is high as balls. I wonder why that might be. Yeah, like I never sent you rings. How come How come you've got rings here? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're right. Something's hinky about this. Mm-hmm. But we'll never know what. No, because Codicus is a smear on a pavement. Hmm. All his schemes undone. A short letter today from SNC, who writes on page 410. Hello, pagers. Just something amusing I noticed on a recent read. In Name of the Wind, when Quoth meets Fella at the Yolian after saving her life during the fire, he says, For a second, I thought she was going to run into my arms like we were reunited lovers from an overacted Aturan tragedy. That is exactly what happens on this page between Denna and Quoth. Thanks for the podcast and hope you're all doing well during this difficult time. Best regards. Oh, I'm sorry. I misread that. Thanks for the podcast and hope you're all doing well during this slowly improving time. Best regards, SNC. Well, thanks, SNC. I, I think we can chalk this one up to the fact that when you're doing it for real, uh, it's cool and good. And, it's and it only- also might be a, a, a sign that his thing with Denna is more pure and honest than his thing. I mean, he never really actually had feelings for Fella. I think he recognized that she was beautiful, but he never thought of her in that way, which is why... He did not rush to her. Maybe she wanted to, but he did not. Uh, but with Denna, there is no question that they are rush buddies. Mm-hmm. Rush buddies. Truly, we love to be rush buddies. And we will slowly improve the time we're having on this podcast on tomorrow's page. Uh, the wind. wind. I have a great time on this podcast.